Hi, I'm Vernon Wells, and you're listening to the Bad Boys Podcast. And just remember one little thing. You don't listen, I know where you live. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Chicka chikai. <laughs> Episode 294 is about to be in effect. Jesus Christ. Of the Bad Boys Podcast, where we randomly rant on all things movies. This is the very first episode of the year 2016. Mm. Happy, Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I don't know if we've mentioned that or mentioned our plans last episode, but it just seems like a really long time. Oh, since last podcast? Yeah. Yeah, what? You know, like a year ago. <laughs> I just remember, I just can't remember if we had talked about our plans or what we we're going to do for New Year's, or if we even uh, told each other Happy New Year's. I know we no, said Merry we Christmas we, before. Nobody likes each other on this podcast. Yeah, I would fucking can't stand you, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, well, that's obvious. I mean, everybody knows that I hate all Mexicans, so you know, <laughs> it's true. Yep. So there's no surprise, and yeah, so you know, I was trying to be polite, PC, but you know what? Go fuck yourself. How about that? <laughs> There, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am I am uh, your favorite Mexican, Fonzo, aka Mike Lowry, aka Ron O'Neill. Joining me as always. Who fuck's Ron O'Neill? You don't know who the fuck Ron O'Neill is? Who fuck's Ron O'Neill? Oh man, you better fucking Google that shit. Joining me as always, Tony. You know who Ron O'Neill is? Oh, for fuck's sake! No idea. Thank you very much. <laughs> Y'all fucking need to do your history. Um, joining me as always, Arlie, Mister. I don't know who the fuck Ron O'Neill is. And Ron, not the posse. It's Tony, aka Ron O'Neill. <laughs> He's joining us. See, hey Ron O'Neill, tell him who the fuck you are. Oh, I did cocaine and I, I dealt it. See, in a black exploitation film called mm. Superfly. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Tony's all yeah, yeah. But. I was I was quoted from the movie Menace to Society. Oh, Ron O'Neill's a Menace to Society, or reference to him? Referenced mm-hmm. that Samuel Jackson scene. Do you remember? No, I don't. They're playing. They're playing dominoes. They're having a card game, and the guy uh, and Samuel Jackson asking him for his money, and he's like, "Man, I'll tell you. I I tell you, I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like oh, it." Oh, that's the 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 flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. Kane, when Kane was a little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, One of the best scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I he's like, I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it. He's like, and he pull out a gun. He's like, Oh, you think I'm scared? You think I'm yeah. scared because you pull a gun at me? Might just spend twelve fucking years in the joint, motherfucker. You gotta suck my dick. Who the fuck you think he is, Ron O'Neill or something? Yeah, yeah. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> and then Sammy just blows him away. Interesting. Yeah, you should add it to the Wikipedia page for Ron mm-hmm. O'Neill. It, what it is? It's it's not in the references. Oh, I totally, yeah, totally add it. So wait, I'm confused. Who the fuck's Ron O'Neill? <laughs> <laughs> oh we had an episode of that, obviously. So say hello. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey, it's Ron O'Neill. Say, say you're. I'm Ron O'Neill. I'm Ron O'Neill. Exactly. Okay. Thank okay. you. Say so you both. You're pay out. Say where's my money? Where's my money? That's right. Say motherfucker, say what? (laughs) (laughs) Huh? In your room. Yeah, I know you're in my room, but what are you doing up? It's 10.30. For six. Yeah? 
It's not six. You always think it's six. <laughs> it's six is his favorite number. It's six o'clock somewhere. How old are you? Six. What's your favorite number? Six. Yeah, see? So it's, we're on episode 294. Mm. <laughs> Do you say bad boys? Bad boys. Podcast? Podcast. Yeah. Bam. There you go. Say randomly rant all things movies. You say randomly rants on all things movies. <laughs> say bad boys broadcast. Yeah. You can't. Say randomly. Daddy. Rant. Rant. On all things. On on all things. Movies. Movies. There you go. Yeah. You go. Say Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max Road. Later. Later. <laughs> yeah. better English than I do. <laughs> so we, you know what we're gonna talk I about tonight? I don't understand a word you just said. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about a little movie called The Family. Mm. Yeah. Do you like that movie? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yes. What about what about the movie Below? Um. Think, yes. You like that one? Yes. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Yeah. You like Johnny Depp? I have two. You like two? Like Blow Part 2? I didn't even know there was a Part 2. I know. That's Mazzy. She's like, when's the second one come out? I'm like, what? <laughs> he dies at the end. There ain't no second movie. <laughs> All right. Oh, the, oh, hit, yeah. the battle, hit the Battle Toast pause music. I'll be right back. <laughs> bye. Say bye. Uh, Say bye, bye buddy. Uh, See ya. Sleep good. <laughs> Nighty what? night. Yeah. Keep your butt all tight. Is he never? That's a damn good question. Where do I have that? Where is that? I don't know where my pause music is. Oh, man. Edited that shit in post, son. <laughs> but like I said, yeah, we will be reviewing the homework that MCP chose from mm-hmm. the family. Ah. And uh, are we... there it is. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Is that part of the score I missed or something? Yeah. You never played Battletoads on the NES? One of the fucking hardest games on the I do. Nintendo I, Entertainment System? I remember. I don't think I played the game a lot. I don't think he ever paused. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. He just never had to go to the bathroom. I just thought that was the coolest thing. Every time we like have to go to the bathroom, like, pause the game. You just sit there bobbing your head. You t- you find me a better pause music than that, I fucking, I dare you. Ooh, I don't dare you. Ooh, um... Oh, nope. there, I just no. had one. No, no, you don't. <laughs> There's nothing better than that one. Come on, I'll find it. I'll show you. No, no. no. If there I might be some songs the in a game. game, you know, like you hear the Mario theme, but best pause music ever. I mean, now the games don't even have pause music; they just pause. This one was cool enough to go. You know what? Why you guys go to the bathroom? Here, a little music. Like I was saying before. Hey, you know what else? Mm. We'll find out about the fantasy movie league. We'll find out who uh, mm. who won. We'll find out I the rest of the episode. Spoiler we'll find out those two new. Uh, I did new I'm two gonna, players. I'm gonna win the whole goddamn season. Let's find out. We'll find out later on in the episode. Mm. And then I got extra. I got a uh, extra. I saw uh, the hateful eight. We'll be reviewing that. And then I revisited Ex Machina or Machina. Oh, how do, you, how do you guys say? It? How do you guys say that? Uh, Makina. Okay. He's Jewish. Oh, shit, this motherfucker <laughs> spit all over his microphone. He's fucking Jewy on here. <laughs> I know. Machina. Ex Machina. And you say that, you sound like a fucking Mexican trying to say it. Hey, there you go. Oh. 
Well, I don't know. Sometimes there's like that ex machina site or whatever. People, I hear people say that. And I hear people say ex machina. So I don't know. I would, I, I would say machina, but. MCP? Machina. Machina? Mm-hmm. She's saying Spanish, huh? It's, it's GIF, Latin. GIF. It's in Latin. It is? Ex machina. Yeah. I'm going to go with Harley. Ooh, Mach- look machina. At, look, at, look at Mr. <laughs> Latin over here. Oh. <laughs> Fucking bookworm. College boy egghead looking motherfucker. Exactly. Mom and dad live on Coconut Grove. I know you've heard the term. It's a video game. Deus Ex? Yeah. Yes, yes. Deus Ex Machina is the whole phrase. Yeah, see? Yeah. So it wouldn't be that way, right? And what does it mean? I don't know. It's the name of a game. I thought it was a website. I think it means God from the Machine or something like that. Oh. Oh, okay. Don't don't pretend like you don't know, Tony. You're not your fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. Get that tattooed on their fucking (laughs) crusher abs like Tupac did Thug Life. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what the fucking nerds! <laughs> fucking nerds! We are nerds. There was a nerd episode. Go back in the archives. Look it up. There was a nerd episode. It was just Harley and Tony. Fascinating, riveting stuff. Easily mm-hmm. one of the best episodes we've ever had. Probably the worst. <laughs> <laughs> There's that nerd laugh. It went perfectly with that episode. Did you see there that? There you go. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So, what do you guys want to hear? You guys want to hear about a little hateful eight action? Yeah. I'll start off with that, huh? Do it. All right. I feel like that's one of those like should have been a homework. Like we should have reviewed that motherfucking movie. Yeah. But well, anyway, sorry. Okay. I digress. Well, if you guys go to the theater, I'll hold it till next week. I know. No, no, no. I'm not gonna get a chance. All right. <laughs> just quickly, just, just shits on his idea. <laughs> I feel like that should have been a homework. All right, let's do it next week. I'm never gonna go out there. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> shut your ass up. All right. So Tarantino. He's been known to say that he's only going to make 10 movies. And he's going to be done. He's going to retire. He's going to start making novels. And when I see interviews um, of him talking about it, he sounds like he might be true. So that is a case. I just that's, saw that's on, um, suck. on Reddit that he was interested in doing a horror movie. Yeah, but he's been wanting to do a lot of stuff. So yeah. the Kill Bill 3, the Vega Bros movie. So, you know. That's all. He needs to write it down what for it. Stays like three years. The the Vega brother movie, Tarantino's or uh, Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction, and oh. Vic Vega, Michael Madsen's character in Reservoir Dogs. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Originally, they were supposed to be the same. Well, not the same guy, but they're all Vega. So, like everyone in the you know the Tarantino universe are all connected somehow. So, which is kind of neat. Um, and this one, I haven't seen the extra extra for this one, so I'm not sure. But this one, The Hateful Eight, rated R. 187 minutes. It's famous for being uh, filmed in 70 millimeter, and unfortunately, I didn't get to see in 70 millimeter. Was the whole movie shot in 70 mil? Uh huh. Oh wow. Yeah. So, um, Scotty, Scotty P, no regrets. He actually went and saw it in the 70 millimeter. He actually dug the projection noise. He said, <laughs> and he dug the intermission because he has a bladder of a baby. So <laughs> he really enjoyed the intermission. <laughs> so it was perfect for him. And he got a little cool booklet that you get. Yeah, that's what I kept hearing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he got me a copy, which I thought was awesome. So, cool. Scotty, again, really cool. Thanks so much. I was so stoked. I even asked for him. Um, I really wanted to get it. Just with that said, if you win this week's fantasy movie league, go fuck yourself. Oh wow, Jesus Christ! All right, this guy. Come on now. You know he he, he always does say as long as he beats you, he's he's happy. So. Oh really? <laughs> I'm like, man, you could just not even pick anything. He'd probably beat Harley. So, but I digress. But yes, yeah. the hateful eight. 
um, like remember, remember what happened before? Like he had uh, the script got leaked. He wasn't going to make it. You guys remember that mm-hmm. a while back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, people were like, no, no, you got to make it. And then he had like a cool like table read with all the actors, and uh, he really enjoyed it. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to make it. And uh, and he did. And uh, in the dead of a Wyoming winter, a bounty hunter and his prisoner find shelter in a cabin currently inhabited by a collection of nefarious characters. Written and directed by Tarantino. Starring, you know, his regulars, Samuel Jackson. Um, so we had Kurt Russell, Jennifer Jason Leigh, <laughs> Walt Goggins, Tim Roth. Um, you know, character piece, dialogue. That shit's all in there, right? The 70 millimeters, like, what is it about? Like I said, I didn't see it, unfortunately, but... Really long takes of like um the you know like like just the snow outside and then the How long horses is the coming movie? in and here it says one eighty seven like cause I know the the seventy oh. millimeters a little bit longer because of the intermission and everything so it's three hours long I think so yeah just sort of wow. three hours wow yeah. but you know That's what it's like the longest Tarantino movie I guarantee it yeah there's no way any other movie he's got is three hours long unless you count Kill Bill as one movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, here you go. Let's see. So, runtime: 167 minutes, the digital version; 187 70 millimeter, and then there's 175 minutes 70 millimeter. So, I don't know why there's two. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. But uh, I wonder if the theaters are getting longer cuts. That's weird. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure yeah. there's some interesting story behind that. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I'm no, no. Yeah. So. <laughs> so we got the, yeah we got this cool long shots of like the snow and they got the cool the beautiful score venue Morricone playing in the background and uh, you got this carriage coming in with all these horses and you got Samuel Jackson the camera starts panning down and what do you see <laughs> Samuel Jackson sitting in the fucking right in the big winter storm on Blizzard on top of three dead guys <laughs> he's just got him, he's got them stacked on on top of each other and sitting there. And uh, he just looks up really cool. He's like, you got room for one more? He's like, well, pal, it ain't up to me. So apparently Kurt Russell paid a lot of money to have him. Um, he's trying to get to Red Rock to hang for Jason Lee's character because he's a bounty hunter. But so is uh, Samuel Jackson. Oh, actually, Kurt Russell's a hangman. I'm sorry. Mm. Samuel Jackson's a bounty hunter. So that's how we get introduced to his character. They, they talk. He gets in. They all get to this one place like they were talking about, the little cabin. And that's when everyone's there. You think it's like, man, how can this movie work, right? Even though it was Tarantino's dialogue, it's just going to be all these guys. But it has that the, the thing feel. Remember where it's just like uh, just nerve-wracking and, you know, mm. trust and who's this person, who's that person, right? And uh, and the characters are just so well-written. And and, it's, and everyone that, that plays them is just portrayed um, to perfection because Tarantino casts – when he writes, he casts them, you know? So he already knows in his mind – how they gonna play out? And like you know, who who delivers better dialogue than fucking Samuel Jackson? You know, Tarantino's like, oh, mm-hmm. no. So yeah. so when he's on screen, oof, oh my god, hey, he's amazing, right? He's so amazing that fucking as much as Donaldo hates him because he's in every movie, he actually fucking enjoyed him in that movie. He was mm. turned around. I was like, you fucking liked him? He's like, yeah, man, dude, he was fucking bad. I'm like, that says a lot because you can't stand the guy. So it'd be like me yeah. saying I like Matt Damon's performance in a movie, you know? <laughs> so right then and there was like already, I'm like, I'm blown away. I'm like, cool. He absolutely loved it. He's actually getting into more Tarantino movies. So um, I think after watching this, he's probably going back to see his filmography because he really enjoyed uh, Inglourious Bastards. Um, so like I said, this one, Walt Goggins, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, Bruce Stern, everyone that's in here. Um, Damien Bashir playing the Mexican, which Harley probably already was going to hate. Um, I know. Sorry. 
All the same, man. You're all the same. <laughs> um, but you got so I can't, you know, really say much. I don't want to spoil it. But when these characters get together and they're and they're riffing on each other and they're going off, and you're thinking, how is this going to work? Hey, think about how long that movie is, and they're stuck in there. But you know what? Fucking Tarantino makes it work, man. Well, it's because it's, yeah, because nobody does dialogue better than Tarantino, and I'm not a Tarantino lover, mm-hmm. but I recognize that he he's got a knack for writing actors and characters that it's like it doesn't it doesn't um, doesn't apply to the to the story. Like it's not they're just randomly talking about stuff that's not furthering the story. But it's still entertaining. It's still interesting. It's like in um, um, the the Grindhouse movie, uh, whatever the fuck. Um, thank you. They're all sitting around a bar just bullshitting. It has nothing to do with the story. I mean, the story is a Grindhouse movie. There is no story. It's about fucking, you know. A serial killer with a car. Yeah, exactly. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... When they're all just sitting around in a car or a bar bullshitting, you're like, this is entertaining. It's fun. As opposed to some movies try to do it, some directors, and it's bad and it's boring and you're just and like – they try to mimic him and they don't. And they just yeah, and it's just yeah. – yeah. But this one – and this one he's building if, tension though like because you don't know who to trust. You don't so, know who, so you don't that's know interesting. Someone says who they are. You know, you don't know if, if anyone's working with each other, if anyone's in cahoots. Like, what did yeah. Jennifer, Luke, that Jennifer Jason Lee did to be, you know, handcuffed that. to Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell's fucking mask, mustache alone is the price of admission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, it, it, this movie is fucking, it's, it's fantastic. Like I said, oh, really and, you know, oh yeah, it's absolutely up there. It's definitely very, very high buy for dollar. Um, I'm about to watch it again to see if it does get Slater status, but. For right now, it's definitely a very high buy for a dollar. Hey, dude, it's me. Um, hey, I forgot. Um, I was just reminded of a certain scene in Hateful Eight that when it occurred, I, I looked over at Donaldo and said, Slater. That movie will long get to Slater. I totally forgot that while I was reviewing that last night. I mean, I can't believe I forgot that. I know if Donaldo listens to it, he's going to be like, what the hell? I thought you gave it a Slater. So I totally messed up. So, sorry, I don't mean to make it work anymore, but... I just made me laugh thinking about it right now. I was like, oh, crap. So, thanks, man. Have a good one. Later. Is there anything that would be interesting to talk about in a spoiler review kind of thing? I mean, just the, the ending and how it all turns out. Yeah, I'm just, like, curious, like, is there, like, a big, like, oh, shit. Well, you know, he, he does, like, a reveal where it's going flashbacks. You know, and then uh, and then and then things start to open up. Like, you start to get more clues, and you're like, oh, okay, this is how this happened. And you're like, okay, all right. And then uh, and then you know, you get a you get a violent, bloody, you know. Oh, okay. It's it's you know, it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? In that like, regards, it's all Tarantino. Yeah, like it's he can't help. Like it's like he can't help become a teenager all over again. And go, you know, you know, I need, I need, I need a big shootout. All right, all right. You know, he can just go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because Django and Chase still is one of my favorite shootouts. When he when fucking shit goes down, when he comes Ooh, back, yeah. he goes off. I mean, uh-huh. there's blood fucking splatting everywhere. More than it, any video game you ever play. Like, I don't give a fuck what 
bloody violent game you play. This when you shoot somebody, blood goes spraying. The whole fucking house turns red. It's like incredible, and the sound is awesome. And you feel it in your chest. And when someone falls, when someone gets hit, I remember when he took cover behind a guy and he's getting fucking shot up, and he's still getting shot up. You think there could be no more squibs you can put on the dead body? No, they find squibs. They put squibs <laughs> on the table, man. Fucking It's fucking incredible. It's incredible, and I love that for him. I love it for him. So. But yes, Hateful Eight, Sam and Jackson, amazing, Carusso, everybody, like I said, everybody's performance is just, it's, it's top notch, so definitely, definitely check it out. I Yeah. Cool. And I'll quickly just talk about X, uh, Machina. Yeah, that's interesting that you rewatch that. What, what, uh. I'm, uh, going through my, uh, top, my, my top list, and, uh, just wanted to see if it, if it, you know, squeak in or make it. You know, I'm just kind of going back and watching stuff that I figure, see if it will make it. So I was just kind of curious to watch it again. Um, and then, oh, the one thing that caught me was, um, was the score was by Jeff Barrow and Alex and Jeff Barrow's from Portishead. So I, oh. I read that somewhere and I'm like, oh, you want to let me go back and see if I can hear anything. And there's one particular song, um, towards the end with, um, if you guys remember Oscar Isaac and, uh, and Ava, it's, uh, towards the oh, end. Yes, yes, yes. And it's it's an incredible song. It's like you're like yes, I love that because most of the time it's really subtle. Um, but yeah, but I really dug it. I really dug it. I don't remember what I gave it last time, um, but uh, I think I enjoyed it more the second time. Um, it's just and it's funny because these both both of these guys are in uh, Star Wars: <laughs> Donald Gleeson and Oscar Isaac. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, um, I just like how like how it's just uh, you get this great little movie all in just one little house and that's all you need you know great performances but just this unique story and the and the riff back back and forth with each other and um you know and then like who's got the bigger dick who's more trying to outsmart anybody Mm -hmm. and i think it says that in you know which is funny like someone's smarter is always trying to outsmart somebody you know and um and the whole time you just you just you're kind of like in Dominic Gleason's shoes. You want to see, you want to talk to Ava, you want to have an aunt, you know. I'm yeah. sure this is Tony's life, except with women who have babies, you know. Maybe have some chicks too, probably because laundry or some shit. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> I just can't picture Oscar Isaac because it's funny. It's, Oscar Isaac has three screens in his house. If you saw that picture of Tony, Tony, how many monitors do you have in your room? Three. <laughs> I no. Oh, I, I have, got to beat though. I've been uh-oh. using. I have five monitors. Oh. But my but I only have three actually running. The other two, I'm just like I don't have space to put them. Exactly. See, but his office right to be of Tony. Like, hey, look, see, it's fucking Tony. <laughs> I've been using I've been using Chris's 39 inch LCD as my main <laughs> monitor. <laughs> Why not? Right? I don't know for like two or three weeks now. Since Pops passed, he had a nice. Um, uh, Toshiba pla- or Samsung Plasma. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's, I think it's a 42 we inch. Play so Fallout on his way. No, 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 no. We put that in the bedroom. And then I left the old generic TV in the back room because nobody ever uses that. Mm-hmm. But Chris had a Magnavox 39 inch 1080p in the bedroom. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to see how it works as a monitor, as a first main oh monitor. And the resolution obviously makes it. 1080p, so it's like shit's just really big on the screen. Mm-hmm. But I kind of dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't decided if I'm gonna fucking bounce it and and put my because before I was using two 24 inch monitors because I don't actually have room for a third like Tony does. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not real sure. I it's it's an interesting uh, change. Obviously. Yeah. 
But anyway, sorry, I digress. So. Yeah. No, but yeah, like I said, no, he doesn't have that big of a screen, but he does have three monitors. Yeah. And it kind of reminds Tony. And I like that whole security house, you know. Takes your picture, that's your card, just a secured. Like, you think this would be like Mark Zuckerberg. Like, you think this, I feel like this is his house. This is what he's doing, you know, if he was, you know, like evil scientist. Like, you got all that money, what are you going to do? You know? He's on his own, like, it's just, um, it's just a very interesting, um, I don't know, we've seen movies with, with, uh, tackling AI and everything, you know what I mean? But to have, but just the, the look of Ava too was so unique. Like just having her look, walk around mm-hmm. and having her human hands and feet. Yeah, I remember that was a big thing about the movie. What I really dug was how they, it was like, it was subtle, but it really worked. Yeah, like it doesn't seem like it's way out there in sci-fi, you know, it's not like in the future, you got flying yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, these two guys in the house, and then you got, and the women in it, and, um, and some, you know, it's a cool looking house, and then you, when the neighbor shows up, you're like, whoa, okay. And then just the interaction between the two, you're like, oh man. And then you're thinking, like, there's that one point where he's like, did you program her to flirt with me to get some more information? It's like, holy mm-hmm. shit, you could do that, you know? And it's like, then how does he know if he can, you know? And then it's like, and then the and then the other question was like, yeah, you know, you want to? I know what you're gonna ask me. You want to ask me if you, if you can fuck her? Yeah, absolutely, you can. It's like what? I was like, oh, really? <laughs> it's like shut your ass up. You know, you want it. To Everything's there. Everything's there. <laughs> yeah, he's got all these little parts. You know, it'll, was that it'll was that work. this year we watched that movie? Uh huh. This came out 2015. Mm. Oh man. So yeah, see, you might take a review. It's it, it it especially would do you good in case, like if you can you know narrow down your um yeah, your yeah. top 15 or 10. I'm sorry. Because I forgot I was gonna, we were gonna talk about that. I feel uh, like it was early in the year that we. Yeah, probably really early in the year for sure. Like it came out in April, April twenty fourth. So, but yeah, this Tony, one's how def- do you think? How do you think, Tony? Offhand, do you think that would make your top ten? I put you on the dude. spot. I have no idea of anything. I mean, I have to run it through my metrics because I can't. Jesus I Christ, cannot. this fucking guy! Hey, come on! He's I like metrics. Got his metrics. Got look, his metrics. look, I can say that I remember Spoiler. liking it, but I remember liking a shitload of movies. Exactly. See, but if it doesn't make it passes metrics, it ain't. He's just tossing it. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. but this is very high buy for a dollar, though. Right on. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, but speaking of our top ten of 2015, we'll, we'll be doing that episode. We'll be doing it live in the same room, all three of us. Um, I'm excited. We'll we'll have some uh, pictures. Y'all, some y'all motherfuckers are crazy. We'll be in the same room. We'll have some drinks, <laughs> my man. I love your picture, by the way. You drinking the Kraken. Not only was it a uh, just a really clean picture with the nice camera that you have, yeah, yeah, you know? um, but it's just a great picture. It's just, it's just, I, it, it turned out great. Like Tony's picture was great too. He had a really nice camera. Mine's like the self self facing camera. My phone, sadly, so sadly, um, my own child had to take that picture. Is that right? Yeah. Nice. So you're saying sadly because she saw you drinking off the bottle? Well, yeah. But that's normal, though, right? Yeah. Does that happen? Sadly, she touched his camera. Uh, that would be, oh, wait. What? Ha- so you're saying it doesn't work anymore? No. You, oh, I thought you say she. You're leading to a shoot. They she broke it or something. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's no, what no, I no. was getting from it. Camera works fine. Like she dropped it right after that picture. Exactly. Was. That's why. Yeah. That's why he was leading to. <laughs> okay. So camera's still good. Right on. Camera's okay, cool. So yeah. So um, and I was gonna ask you guys something too. Um, I could do it on there. Um, I was thinking about having if 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 say we do our top ten and it's not long enough. I was thinking of maybe doing some kind of thing called movie fights, which I've seen on YouTube. Mm. Where well, we um, we wrap DVD covers to our fists with towels. 
Beat the well, shit out I like of your it. idea better. So <laughs> like, with, I'm gonna scratch my idea and go with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna use box sets. So I'm gonna have there you 10 go. DVDs wrapped in my hand. Whatever it tells. Mm-hmm. Um, the Those movie fights as in like um, the the ones I've been watching on YouTube where you have a judge and there's three people who compete. You get asked a question, and you have to answer your best. You know, you have to answer with uh, the best answer that the judge thinks. You know, that you who's gave the best answer would win. Um, with different categories, like for example, I would say who's the best uh, actor working today, and then we have to give our our answers why. And then and I asked Ronaldo if he would judge. He he said he I'd would rather judge. play a fantasy well, movie. We like. have so many people that would judge happily judge. Right. I and mean, we're gonna have a bunch of people there, right? Yeah. So they can help. They can help yeah. with uh, who th- who believes won the arguments. So Ronaldo's gonna come up with some questions, and uh, he said he liked to judge. So. Well, let's, yeah. Let's, let's if you guys want to try, if we have time, like I said, you know. I'm just throwing it out there if you guys, you know, if you like to. If not, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. Get drunk by then, you know what I mean? So just that'd be something interesting if we do have like people. Like I said, Fred said he'd come on through, and uh, maybe Scott would come on through. Just have a kind of a cool audience, and while yeah. we, you know, or else they could just fire us questions and you know, or talk shit to us while we're recording. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be pretty funny as well too. So I just thought to throw that out. So. Without further ado, I know Harley's dying to find out who won this week's fantasy mm. movie league. I did, motherfucker. I don't need to. Unlike, your, I unlike I... your San Diego Chargers, who lost Whoa. this weekend. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and another, because you lost, we become another the, close loss. The first team in the AFC West with home field advantage in the first. Fucking How the fuck do you turn the ball over five times and still win the goddamn game? You five almost, times. <laughs> You answer me that. I, Riddle I, me this, Batman. <laughs> no fucking shit. Like, I, I think Philip Rivers. Okay, so he fucked up. Like, I don't know. It was in the fourth quarter. Like four minutes left. Throws a fucking pick. Like, they need to. They need to do like what they did with with Drew Brees. He has no line. Ago. He has no line. They, it was, it was they, crumbling on him. He had to throw it. They fuck that. Okay. They need to hire. They need to draft a motherfucking first round. They they need to go. First third round, pick. third pick, higher fucking draft a quarterback and watch that what? motherfucker sweat. <laughs> but without what? no old line, that he, what's he gonna well, do? Well, and yeah, I mean, unfortunately, and Michael Floyd retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Gates is probably right, right behind him retiring. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I yeah. still think that he's made a lot of bad decisions. He's looked bad. Yeah. Well, no, his only target is fucking Woodhead. And that other guy, yeah, shit. You know, every time he throws throw a slant, he throws it right behind him. It's like, dude, you throw the slant all the time. Why can't you know you do it for third downs? Tell all me, day, can't do it. There's something about this guy I don't trust. Yeah, for the last ten years. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. First, you said it was a coach, so they fired him. Well, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Norval Turner. I'm glad that motherfucker's gone because he was well, Mike Silver. He was bad. Oh, Mike Tober. But he wasn't the reason they sucked balls. He, he just sucked balls. <laughs> I don't know. You got a team that's 14 and, or 14 and 1 right now. In Carolina. I know. Isn't that weird? With your old defensive coordinator. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. So, enough, enough talk. Alright, alright, Tony. Fucking calm down, Tony. Alright? Enough of the football <laughs> talk. Let's just, let's just move on here. Cause he, I know he's dying to find out who won this week's fantasy movie league. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I might as well just jump right to it. Harley is at the top of the bottom four. 
<laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> he, he didn't play any music for you. He wanted to be so complete <laughs> somber for you. He's like, nope. Uh, no, no excitement. Um, but guess who's at the bottom? Bottom. Oh shit! I'm gonna guess MCP. MCP. No, it's reg. No regrets. He regretted it this week. Sixty-six oh, million. You know why? He texted me. Text he left me screen eight off. Afternoon. He forgot to make his picks. Yep. Oh, oh, so they rolled over his movies. Yep. But not only. But what's messed up is he chose Star Wars last week. So why wasn't Star Wars in this week? Hmm? How messed up is that? Yeah, that is weird. He actually has an empty screen. See, that's not and he fair. probably, if he would have filled that in, he probably would have beat me at eighty-one million. <laughs> So you're Tony, did you, so, uh, Tony, how much money did you have left over? Oh, oh shit, done. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, I put hateful eight three times, and then Point Break five times. Dang. And why? Just curious. So then we got uh, Christopher Bars, Cineplex, some random dude. Then we got Harley. Then we got we got the top two. And it's 134 million versus 153 million. One of them has the bonus once, and the other one has the bonus twice, and that one ended up being the winner. But we don't know if he's an actual listener. Fender P- PRJ. Son of a bitch. So, was it the the good dinosaur? The bonus? I know Spotlight. Oh, Spotlight was? Yeah. Yep. Fucking find this. Thing. I thought the good dinosaur was. Well, Man, fuck that. I picked Spotlight four times. That ain't a bonus. Still, yeah, probably would have more money. I got the bonus four times, and I lost. You were you were one million less than a million from beating Fonzo. Motherfucking joy. Fuck you, David O. Russell. <laughs> hate your guts. <laughs> Fighter sucks. Interestingly, so what interestingly, did I end up at? Number two. You number two, but how much of the of the well of one hundred thirty four? One thirty four. Yeah. Son of a bitch. But what's interesting is that the perfect lineup was four daddy's homes, two sisters, and only two spotlights. That sounds a lot close. Like, what's his face? Wait, wait. What was the perfect lineup? It's exactly what what number one got. Four daddy's homes, two sisters, and two spotlights. Oh, fuck this guy. Kick him. Kick him right now. There's no way he's... Do a lot. Yeah. First time yeah. come in, he gets perfect. Get the fuck Fonzo, out. Fonzo, you win. You won at 134 million. <laughs> this guy bouncing me. He's the fucking perfect... Uh, that here. right there he's screams corrupt. Uh-huh. the fuck out of here. Fuck them all. It's Tony's second account. He's cheating. Can we, can we Tony, look at we, any we history of cheat. this guy? <laughs> what kind of name is that anyways? I don't even know. What does that even mean? Did anybody... Did he post? Did he the post time? anything? Do you like us on Facebook? Huh? Post anything on the site? Nope. Nothing? You don't even even listen. Four Days Homes, Two Sisters, Two Spotlights. It says 47 perfect cineplexes at the bottom. 47. This dude comes in first time and gets a perfect. Something's wrong in Denmark. So, is there... Can we... There you go. He's out of here. He's out of here. Gone. Pisses me off. <laughs> what about the other new guy? I kicked him all out. Fuck him. <laughs> Boom. What first other new club. guy? Yeah. You know what? You know, you got to be in the first week. Or it doesn't, you know what I mean? It should just be cut off. You know what I mean? 
He can't win after all this coming in that lane. Yeah, that's bullshit. There's no way that's that. Which screams like, how did the guy get a perfect week? Like, unless he knew something. Well, don't matter now. He's gone. Yeah. Good job, Fonzo. Thank you. I fucking got four of the fucking bonus. And I still lost by a million dollars. Did Joy do really shitty? Oh yeah, Spotlight did get two million. That's weird because I thought when I checked earlier, it had the it was like uh, the good dinosaur had the bonus. Yeah, I don't know. Must have changed it then, huh? Joy didn't do very well. Joy didn't make a lot of money. No, it's getting harder. Yeah, it's weird though. Like I feel bad for this guy because like Star Wars, it should have rolled over. Like I don't understand why it didn't roll over. You know? Yeah. So. Oh, no. What you gonna do, brother? He's got two wins, but now he's trailing behind. On the season. Still a lot, lot, lot of mo. Still a lot to go. So a lot to go. It's early. It's early. It's so early. So don't, you know, don't worry about it. It's all good. All right, all right. Cool. So, all right. Here you go. Moving on right on. Moving right along. Let's do this. Got any trailer cues, Tony? You got any music for us? What's going on? Well, you're awfully quiet out there, homie. Song and dance. What's up? Yeah. Uh, what do I got? What you got? I for have us? nothing. But you can find us some. You can find us some for the family. That's from Saints Row, but that's not the that's not the pause music I wanted. No. Oh. Yep. So that's better than Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow trailer action for the family. What you got? Right. My memoirs. It's good for me to write the truth on the mob to say what really happened. This gets out, you're dead. I'm on a trail of Giovanni Manzoni. I got one of the nastiest hitmen ever to walk the earth, ready to kill me and my whole family. They're here. They found us. But with a family like mine, we know exactly what we got to do. Yeah, that's good enough. There you go. That's a teaser yeah. for uh, the yeah. family. Yeah, family. 2013. Now, Tony. Uh huh. Tony did pick this, or Fonzo picked it. Uh, I think I picked it. All right. Yeah. Any uh, anything? Any particular reasons? Uh, we <laughs> hadn't seen it. <laughs> I mean, it's homework material. We hadn't it, seen it. It's homework material. Exactly. I mean, I, I know I saw it uh, when it first came out. I saw it as a trailer, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd be interested in watching it." But then yeah. I. I forgot all about it. Mm-hmm. What better time to make it than the homework? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what'd you thought? What'd you think of it, MCP? <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. It had the the typical gangster tropes, but um, what I liked the most is that the, each character, like their family, and they're all badass. You know, they all take kind of take care of themselves. Um, so that was kind of neat, you know, to watch. Um, uh, De Niro, I mean, he's he's he was fun to watch, even though he was old and not not his usual, you know, Goodfellas self. Um, but I like to drop, you know, the, the whole the movie reference towards the end of the movie, which was Good pretty fellas. cool. Yeah, yeah, that was way cool. That was really cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, I didn't. 
it was it was and more of an entertaining flick you know i knew i kind of knew what i was getting into from the trailer well a little so, generic but like like sure, kind of doesn't mean, like i don't know it felt kind of like i don't know it just didn't do a whole lot new no no or something something that felt yeah, generic is the only word they Well, it's funny. At the end of Goodfellas, he goes into witness protection. So it's like almost mm. like a continuation. Like, well, mm-hmm. what happened if you uh, went into right. witness protection? Yeah, so good yeah. point. I'm showing you, you know, because it is a comedy crime thriller. Yeah, that's, it's weird. It's got like the comedy. Like, Tony, did you, did you enjoy the comedy? Did you laugh? Did you yeah. think it was funny? Yeah, I did. All right. Right on. Well, it's funny because towards the end, it turns into an action movie. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Happened? And then I, at the very end, it says directed by Luke Besson. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because in the middle of it, it's like um, I didn't know where it was going. Um, like I said, I like the characters. I like De Niro in a mob movie. It's that's already a slam dunk for me, no brainer. I love that. Like, Goodfellas, one of my favorite movies. Um, and then Michelle Pfeiffer hadn't seen her in a long time, so it's kind of nice to see her. A little New York accent. Mm-hmm. And the kids, yeah, they're you know being little badasses. You know, if they're even though the kid is thirty years old. What the, the the kid is? The girl is thirty years old in real life. <laughs> oh my! Oh. Well, now, like, how was he two years ago? She was twenty eight. Even then, it's still really old, huh? <laughs> how old was the kid? Fifty. Mm. Uh, he's he's only twenty. Okay. Yeah, I looked him well, up. He's she's twenty. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, and they're playing 30. teenagers. She does look young though. Well, but when she talks, you can yeah. hear the voice has some age to it. Yeah, she talked like this, like she was a smoker. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, it was weird. At one point, I'm watching it. I'm like, I'm like, where's this movie going? Like, like it, uh, it's almost I, like, like I had falling. that. I had that until the credits rolled. <laughs> well, because like it's not showing us. I mean, it's I guess it's kind of showing us something new, but then it's just we're following the everyday life, and I mean like everyday life of them going shopping, them going to school. It's like. Where are we going? Like, how long is this movie? Like, what, what, are we gonna? I know that the hitman's behind it or after him, and they're gonna get whacked. Um, and they've obviously been moved a couple times because they can't they can't stay at a place. You know, even Tom Lee Jones. He's like, can't you please stay here longer than ninety days? Huh. I mean, you see the first day, Michelle Pfeiffer blowing up that grocery store because they're talking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they just uh, can't so help their tendencies. They can't. They can't. They're just you know they're the fucking mafiosos. They're badass. Yeah, so. De Niro's like spoiler. Um, they're like beating up plumbers. Uh, fucking damn near, you know, breaking every bone in their body. He's like, well, he didn't have a hammer, so it probably landed on him, you know. But I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so in the barbecue, he wanted to <laughs> one montage where he's fucking Burn everybody the dude's up. Face he, on, yeah. <laughs> he grabs coal and puts it in the dude's mouth. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, so there are parts that made me laugh or chuckle, but there's also parts that are just kind of just going. It's like, like, maybe we can wrap this up or get towards you know what's going to happen. You know, yeah, like you said, him, gonna get to him, where are you going with this? What are you doing? It's just like they're, they're walking, or he's typing, or he's just doing this and that. And it's like, where, where are we going? Like, is this going to be like the movie the whole, whole way through, or you know, yeah. try to add some drama with the, with the daughter and the boyfriend and and this and that? But it's just, it was just kind of an odd movie, like you know what I mean? Well, and it's that Luke Besson thing. It's like. He's got some really, like, if you look at his IMDb, like, he's got Sounds some there. weird yeah. hit or misses. Like, yeah. he's done some wild shit. I mean, obviously, Tony's favorite movie of all time, The Fifth Element. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and mm-hmm. movies like The Professional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he's written a lot. But he's done some weird shit. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking at his IMDb. Arthur and the Great Adventure. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, he's done some weird shit. And I enjoyed Lucy. I really, I enjoyed that a lot. And he yeah. directed that one. Yeah, what did you think of this one? Well, I, I'm, I'm more curious what you guys have to say. <laughs> well, Tony liked it. I'm kind of in between. I'm in the middle. I We're, fucking hated it. Oh, there it is. I oh, hated it. Oh, right. uh, I, like you, was constantly, <laughs> what the fuck? Where's this going? Like, what are you doing? Like, you don't get a pass because you got Robert De Niro in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, just because De Niro is playing, you know, sort of his character from Heat gets away, he, it doesn't make the movie good. You have to have a script. You have to have a something. And you have four characters that are all over the place. Like, I didn't have any empathy for any one of the four characters. The two kids, the, the you know, um, I mean, fair enough. At the beginning of the movie, I, I thought, I'm gonna find out how old these kids are, cause they don't look, they don't look young. She doesn't. <laughs> Even that was bugging you? So that bugged me, and then when I found out she's 30 throughout the movie, I was, it bumped me. It fucked with me. But the whole story with the fucking boyfriend slash professor and I'm like, what? What does this have to do with anything? Like, that was a that was a plot device just to get her to run away. They needed the kid to have a reason to run I away. Guess. They needed the girl yeah, to have fair, a reason to run away. Enough. That's the yeah, one. it. Yeah, I was constantly like distracted with so much of the movie, but not in a good way. I was, con- I mean, they're like, and you got Tommy Lee Jones. Like, how the fuck did they hire him to be in this movie? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he's 113 he years a, old. Uh, he's, he's wanted a free trip to France. I guess so. And I'm like, and he's like, and she's like the FBI guy who's like in charge of their shit. And then, so then they got this weird like friendship at the end, even though they fucking hate each other. And it's like, it just goes to show like, Having brilliant actors does not make a movie because De Niro is one of the greatest living actors and he I, he bores the shit out of me in this movie. He just bores the shit out of me. <laughs> and Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones is like almost a buy that for a dollar. Like there's something about him that I still like really enjoy, like just the way he delivers lines and shit. He's a De cartoon Niro, character. What's that? He's a cartoon character. He just like his face has kind yeah, of melted so into old, a cartoon. Yeah, it's so old. Like, like I'm like I, I. It's like I applaud him for not having plastic surgery. You're like, good job, <laughs> but you look really fucking old. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and and we were we were reviewing a movie and or we were watching it and Chris is like, how old is Robert De Niro? And I'm like, oh, that motherfucker's in his thirties. I mean, in his 70s. His 30s, yeah. He's the same as I'm the like, girl, his daughter. He's yeah. all a 74, 75 years old. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, that motherfucker's easily as old as Stallone or Schwarzenegger. She's like, he looks young. And I was like, he does. He doesn't look bad. He's 70 fucking three years old in real life. Like, these guys are not young anymore. I mean, it ain't Goodfellas. It ain't 1992. It ain't 1994. I mean, 
I mean, I brought up, I told Chris, I said, do you ever see Casino? You know, I mean, real Martin Scorsese. I mean, obviously we've, we've beaten the Casino versus Godfellas debate over the head. I mean, everybody, right. any, any real listener knows we that. We all I know think, Goodfellas is better. No, we all know that I no. think and know that Casino no. is a superior film in every way, shape, or form. Negative. <laughs> but you know what we have, and we have seen the um, um, the mom movies take a comedic take, like with Analyze This, and I really enjoyed that movie. Ah, oh, see that movie sucked. I didn't oh, like- dude, the dinner was hilarious in it. So was Billy Crystal. So um, yeah, see, you must not like you. You don't like mob comedy. Well, movies. but because, like you said, like the movie can't decide what it wants to be. Like it tries to be all heavy with the daughter and the fucking boyfriend. I mean, like you said, Tony, it's just like a bad plot device. And then De Niro's like beating up people even though he's fucking 73 years old and it's like, it's like, is that funny? I'm not laughing. Like, there's a couple <laughs> moments where I chuckled for over a couple like, like, you know, when she blows up the, 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 uh, liquor store or whatever. I'm like, huh, look at that. She just blows the shit up and like, <laughs> I'm like, huh. But like, I'm not laughing because it's well written humor. I'm laughing because it's insane. And, right. but so you love whole, it, that's what you're Oh, every goddamn minute of it. <laughs> and the movie's all of two hours long. It's not uh, like an hour and 35 minutes. That's so, that's like, yeah, like, like, I was battling with this movie. So what do you, overall, what do you, uh, your final saying, what do you, what do you say? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys give your, your Okay, review. Tony? Keep going back to it. Tony, Wait, Tony, you, you gotta it? defend it, cause you kind of enjoyed it. And I'm still not sure if Fonzo actually like liked it or not. <laughs> um, I think I just didn't set my expectations really high. Like, yeah. what do I care if the kids don't look like they're actual teens? I don't really give a shit. I just want to see them. They're they're the the. It's like the the comedy of the movie is the serious crime mob type of tropes. Kind of sprinkled along onto onto the kids and to the wife. The wife does mob things. The kids do mob things. You know, it's like that's where they were trying to go with it. They were just trying to have some fun. It was not supposed to be serious. So my my expectations were really really low. The bar was on the floor. So I didn't really care. I'm like I'm just passing the time with this thing right now. Um, yeah, setting the bar low doesn't make it a good movie. I never said it's a good movie. I said I enjoyed it. Oh okay. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And so you know, for me. All I got to do is enjoy it. And if you set the bar low enough, I can enjoy just about anything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you give it? I mean, like I said, I enjoyed it, so I give it a dollar. Okay. It's just one dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll never watch it again. It's oh, gotcha. not a repeat. Um, not quotable. I mean, yeah. I mean, whatever. But... but if you if you got if you're running out of shit you you burn through all your Netflix TV series you got you know yeah watch it why not it's a couple hours that's what everybody's looking for is entertainment and um, for a dollar you can spend a couple hours on it yeah and yeah and I, I don't think it's yeah complete waste of time because I mean there was some things I did enjoy um, and I was hoping mm-hmm. to see where it was going and then you know when a movie ends ends up with like um. Like a bang bang, because the movie's supposed to end with you know at the, the third it act, does, it does, it does, and yeah, leave you, you know, like if you're leaving the theater, like you want to left like with some excitement, you know, and I think it did, you know. Um, there was one thing that bugged me though, is like the kids shooting through the fence, 
a metal <laughs> fence. It's like, yes. really? You guys are running side by side and like, you guys are shooting between those metal things? Like, no problem in hitting people? And like, I'm yeah, like, the, that's kind of weird. It's like, <laughs> I mean, you, you're, you're an action director, man. How are you not letting them stick their arms in and then shooting? You know, it's like, aren't you afraid of ricochet or shit's falling back? So that kind of bugged me. But then like, they do a thing where like, the kid shoots a shotgun and he gets pushed back and gets the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, falls, one of those. Kickback. Yeah. So it's like, it's okay, that was. Back. Yeah. Well, so I'm like, okay, that at least that, you know, that was a little more truthful. But yeah. it's like, they're running between the metal things, like, really? Cause they kill off a lot of guys that way, and it's like, you guys are just shoot, it's like, no, it's not a video game, you can't just shoot through, you know, like, through metals, it's like, come on, you ain't the T-1000. It's not a video game as the guy pulls out a rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, at least he had the, the, the smarts to at least go through the metal thing, even though it kicked his ass back too, it's like, really, you got fucking bazookas in this movie? Holy shit, how can you not like, what's the last time you saw a fucking bazooka in a movie, right? Dark Knight? I don't know. Come on. Every like, goddamn uh, action movie I see is a fucking zoo. No, they don't. No, they don't. Only in the eighties. <laughs> I'm talking about now. I'm talking about the Fair enough. It's like, come on. So, you know. You know what? Just for the fucking bazooka, I'm giving it a dollar. <laughs> and just because y'all give it a goddamn dollar, I am literally gonna give it a pile of shit. Because <laughs> the end of this movie, I was angry. Okay. Like Fair like enough. at the like at the beginning of the third act, I was like all right, I want to turn this off. Like, I genuinely am fucking tired of watching this movie. But you didn't. And we started it early. Like, we weren't, I, I didn't, I had no reason to hate this movie. But at the end of it, I was like, fuck that. That was a waste of my motherfucking time. And I'm pissed now. I'm genuinely upset. And so for that, you get a pile of shit. Alright. I'm sorry, but you get a pile of shit. Hey, don't apologize. You're a big boy. There you go. This movie will not make my top one. Ten, ten. Well, it was a 2013 movie, so. That's yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so I. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. I, I right. genuinely was it. like, right. this movie sucks. And you pissed you off. We got it. Alright, so who had the extra credit? Not me. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I think it was me. It was you. It was me. All right. So I saw Blow a long time ago. Like when it came out, like 10 years ago plus. And uh, and then the poor bastard dies, the director. And uh, I remember being built uh, based around a true story. And um, uh, I liked it. And uh, I rewatched it. And I liked it again. Um. You know, back in the old days, Johnny Depp, Penelope Cruz. She's crazy in it. She's crazy, crazy like a fox. Uh, yeah, no, um, so, yeah, I guess that wasn't funny because you guys aren't laughing. Um, Blow 2001, directed by Todd Demi. It's based on a book. I don't know if you guys knew that. Um, I, am I the only one on the podcast? I feel like, I feel like nobody can hear me. <laughs> I can hear you. Okay. I right. just clean on my screen. Sadly, <laughs> we can hear you. <laughs> so uh, it's based on a book written in 1993 about uh, George Young. So George Young, real dude. If you guys looked it up, motherfucker actually got released from prison just this year. I saw that. That was last year, actually, on Good yeah. Behavior. Oh, you know what? You're right. Yeah, yeah. He was scheduled for release this year, I think, but he got out. Motherfucker, 73 years old. Yep. Poor bastard. <laughs> um, the movie, 
really paints him to be a good guy. And I, as I'm watching the movie, I'm thinking like, I can't help but wonder if this is based on like an autobiography that he wrote about himself. You know what I mean? Cause it really like, he is a super good guy. So it, mm-hmm. I mean, you're That's rooting exactly for fucking thinking. young throughout the entire movie. Like, you're like, yeah, man, sell some coke. Like, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> That's how you felt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, get away. Like, you always, especially when his daughter's introduced. And, I mean, the last, like, I don't know, what, 20, 30 minutes of the movie revolves around, I mean, it becomes a family drama. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We really see that story arc that character arc and i can see why i liked it before before i had kids and now that i got kids it really worked for me and um i enjoyed it a lot um it's we've seen this kind of movie done before this one's not super long it's it's right at two hours long and i was telling chris i think i think the way they keep it relatively short for you know sort of a lifelong film you know mm-hmm. is they don't show the perspective of anybody chasing them we've seen this movie done before where we follow the good guy or the bad guy but we also follow the good guy we follow the cop that's after him you know what i mean mm-hmm. and this one the cop completely faceless it's just the man and we really just focus on on uh uh, George Young mm-hmm. and I like how they kept it focused and so it didn't become this you know two hour and 40 minute epic you know um, we saw Denzel Washington play a real life um, crack dealer an organized crime kind of thing and uh, the Ridley Scott film I can't think of the name of it now American, Amer- Gangster. American Gangster same thing but you you went ahead and hired what's his name to be the cop Russell Crowe Russell Crowe thank you and now the movie's two hours and 40 minutes long because 40 minutes on it to remind us that Russell Crowe's got a family and, you know, he's so focused on getting this guy that he's, you know, failing. This movie just focuses on. Do you think it hurt it at all or do you like to no, enjoy it more I for think that fact? No, I, I commend it's in, in one aspect, it makes it easier to film because you don't have to hire an actor to play the cop that's after him. You just focus on him. And as a result, you get two hours of Johnny Depp. And I think it's a walk in the park for him. With that said, he knocks it out of the park. Like, he's charismatic as a motherfucker in this. Like, I think it's like heyday of Johnny Depp. Um, he, I enjoy watching him. His, the dialogue works. His delivery. At the end, when he's fucking crying like a bitch about his kid. Like, when he... I mean, we can spoil the movie. When he's in prison and he's... And he's, I don't, I guess maybe he's losing it or something, but they should, they, they do the, you know, he's dreaming. Dude, I am fucking, I'm weeping. Like I am, it's fucking me up. Like he's, he's like, you're the only thing I fucking cared about. You know what I mean? And there, it's a good payoff because at the beginning his dad's like money's not real. And, and it, you know, it just goes to show like no matter how successful he was, there was always like, it just wasn't sort of enough and it was you know he didn't want to rat out his friends even though they end up ratting him out at the end and so um i loved the shit out of this movie the the second time i've watched it um so yeah 
This being your second time, you're saying? Yeah, like I, I'm, this might be the third time. Mm -hmm. I might have seen it in the theater and then saw it in DVD, but I think this was actually only the second time I saw it. Okay. What about you? Yeah, I'd seen it a couple times. Um, but the more and more I watch it, I just want to watch the beginning and then cut it off in the middle. <laughs> so I hate the ending. I hate the way it ends. I just want to see the beginning. I always love when the guys are coming out, like like um, Ray Liotta and Goodfellas, or this one, or even Donnie Brasco when he's getting into the mob, and then when it gets shit, when shit starts to get dark and bad, I'm like you know what, I'm good. I want to turn off. like Scarface. I don't want to see him die. Like I want to see him come ah. up. He makes it, and I, I'm done. I want to cut it off right there, and I, I want to do with this one. And uh, I just cause I hate when it goes, you know, when it starts to go sour. And ever since fucking Diego meets fucking. Pee Wee Herman, that shit, that's it, you know, it's all over. Yeah, that's he that's kept the secret, and he knew, the he turn. knew the moment he would. The turn. Yeah, the moment he would introduce him to Derek, it's fucking all over, you know. Um, and we get Cliff Curtis, fucking new dude from New Zealand, playing Pablo Escobar. I mean, come on, this guy gets transformed into anybody, you know. He's a he's talented a, actor for sure. Yeah, he plays a fucking trollo in fucking Training Day. You wouldn't even know he's fucking from New Zealand. So I just told you right now, he's from New Zealand. Yeah, uh, yeah I didn't know that either. See, um, yeah, you get fucking Wayne Girl from Heat in there and shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. fucking fucking rat motherfucker. Um, you know, that seems bad. I mean, scene sucks when you know he he knows he's just fucked. Um, yeah, I, I just like I said, I love when he gets to the beach and he starts meeting everybody and it starts, it starts you know connecting. It starts when he flies to Mexico and wants to buy all the mota, all the pot. Yeah, like, no, oh, you're right. Like, that is like the highlight of the film. Yeah, in the, the sense of it's like the most. Dark. So enjoyable, but like you said, it does. It gets dark. It gets heavy. It gets. Yeah. I mean, and it, it doesn't hurt the movie. It's just for me personally. It's like, oh man, it's just, it's a downer. Now I don't want to feel down. You know, you make me feel happy. Now you're making bringing me down. The scene where they have boxes and boxes and boxes of cash, and it's overflowing in the house. I don't know where to put it. And he's like, it's like, what are we gonna do? This movie? No, it's yeah. filled. Here, it's like we're gonna need a bigger boat. I Me, mean, totally, I lived that. I and mean, it's you know, it's a total reference from Jaws, but it's just it works in that movie. It works. It works, and it's like holy shit! He has so much money, and then at the end he doesn't have it. You know, he goes to the the bank. Um, yeah, uh, ain't that bank. crazy it's shit? Just, oh. Panama. Yeah, totally. this happens. Like some some countries, they will federalize everything: the banks, the fucking any of the. Um, uh, what was it? One of the fucking South American countries federalized all the oil companies, and they were just like, nah. We run you. It's like what? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, no, but yeah, Deb's he's great in this, you know. Um, definitely Cruz. She plays one, you know, one of the crazy bitches on screen. When 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 they get arrested and she's like, "Never fucking touch me!" It's yeah. like you just want to like, and he's just like <laughs> holding on to the steering wheel. You're yeah. just like, take her away, please. Thank you. Oh my! Well, he knows he's going down too. It's like. You never hate somebody so much. I hated her, and she's gorgeous, obviously. And you're just like, oh, I wish you would burn in hell. Yes, because, I mean, even when Barbara dies, you know, when um, his first girlfriend, he actually truly loved. Yeah, that's hard. That's heavy, for sure. It's it's like his life just starts going downhill from there. You know, he tries to change. He tries to, you know, turn around, but then he gets pulled back in. And you're like, damn it, you should just went straight. But, you know, you just can't. He he did uh, not get pulled back in the second time. He did that on purpose. He did that all of his own volition. Yeah, I mean, he went back here, but I'm saying he can't not say no to the wife, you know what I mean? Or the, the cash. He, he just can't say no. Right, and that's that's actually the only part I didn't buy. Like, you know, like, I enjoyed his charm rising up and whatnot, <clears throat> and then when he um, got kicked out, 
when his friend Diego is not even his friend. I could hardly call him his friend. He's just a guy met in prison. Yeah, you know. But they call they call each other brother. He calls him a brother. It's like whatever. You guys survived prison together, so yeah, you have some kind of camaraderie. But he's nothing to you. Um, But yeah, so he betrayed him. His friend, his real friend, Pee Wee Herman, who again was a drug dealer. He he wasn't really his friend. He was his business partner at first. Yeah, yeah. So still, they were. He knew him for a long time, so he grew to can be connected to him. They betrayed him. Yeah, that fucking sucks. All right, but then he's out now, right? He's out. This fucking crazy wife gets a, has pounds of key, uh, of cocaine. So yeah, so that kind of sucks. Then they lost it all. At that point, <clears throat> he knows, like he, he's saying, um, uh, his daughter's the most important thing. Yet he goes back to the life voluntarily. Like yeah, well, and if you look at IMDb it. or look at Wikipedia, like. It was the movie really implies like he literally says, "Okay, I'm just gonna do this one deal and right. then take my kid." No, truth. I think historically speaking, he started getting back into it. Like he was just drawn. But to even it. then, like why? If if you know you you've been caught, it's like you're yeah. you're out. You you why do you try to get back in? You know, like yeah. But at first, she was very successful. You know what I mean? And it was like in the seventies. It seemed like still, but like the movie didn't. The movie didn't highlight to me any kind of addiction to that business. Like he didn't seem like he wasn't a Scarface type thing where he's addicted to the power. He's like first you get the money, then you get the power. But you know, he 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 didn't seem to have that. He seemed to have a charm and a level headedness to him. Yet. So it was hard for me to believe that he just went a, right back to it. Yeah, I, I think like, ah. you're, it's a very good point, and I think that is probably the weakest part of the film, and that is the character is, it's kind of like he's got some level-headedness to it. He's got some reasonableness. He's, you know, throughout the film, he kind of has these moments of, and I love the narration, but he's kind of like, you're like, dude, you're smarter than this. Like, exactly. make your money exactly. and get the Let's fuck go. out. Let's go. Yeah. But then at the same time, he keeps going back to it. But then the mm-hmm. movie kind of like makes excuses for him. Exactly. And and so I'm like, this can't be accurate to what really happened. And true to form, I don't think it is. Um, but from a movie standpoint, it's enjoyable as hell for me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I get no. that it's not as accurate as accurate could be. Um, but if you don't. You know, and maybe the book is more real. I don't know. Like, it was hard for me to enjoy because I was totally in Johnny Depp's corner and George, you know, Boston George. I was in the corner until he just made stupid decisions. I'm like, you, you had me all up until this point where you're making good decisions. And then all of a sudden you're making a stupid one. It's like, fuck. Yeah, but there wouldn't be any movie if he didn't. Well, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's being, I mean, it's supposed to be entertained. And as soon as he started doing things that weren't congruent with the character that I was being delivered by the movie, it pulled me out of the movie. It was mm. hard to enjoy. Uh, don't be such a hypocrite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like even even just they could have made it so that like because because she went crazy, right? Penelope Penelope Cruz. Well, uh, she's a coke addict, I right? Mean, she but she was crazy. She was absolute... like, "We need the money. We need the money. We need yeah, money. Yeah. Get money. She's Get money." A... So total coke fiend. She was I mean, just like his mom, which was crazy. <laughs> right. You want to hate somebody. Oh, she was the worst. 
Well, she's if just she like shows up in any other movie. Oh, she, I hate it. I hate she it. loves she loves it when the money is the money, but then when she realizes it's you know drug money, she's like, oh fuck you. You know what I mean? It's like this total bullshit hypocrisy. Well, and I mean, so, yeah, no, I could see that. that. Like you yeah. didn't earn your money legally. I'm not gonna. I don't want to get implicated. I don't give yeah. a shit if you're my son. It's illegal. Like, like when she, yeah, when she ratted him out, you know. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I was in her corner. I was like, "You got to rat him out. You got to." What? Fuck really? Him. Yeah, you're a fucking drug. Pit. You're 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 dealing drugs. You're it's your it's fucking illegal. Son. I don't give a shit. It's my son. You she do really illegal shit. He was? You deal with illegal shit. All right. No, I have your back up until the point where you cross the line, and you cross the line into illegal stuff. No, I don't have your back. No, he crossed like because he was on uh, probation, and he and he and he took off. He, you know, he was. Why was he on time. probation? He was, he was on parole. Yeah, that's, I, that's what oh, he got. I, when his mom did that, I was like, "You bitch!" Uh-huh. No, at so first I was you. like, "Yes." At first, the movie wants you to hate her, but when I thought about it, I was like, "No, that's the right thing to do." She has a family to protect, just just as much as he does. Man, well, she ain't gonna go to jail. Oh, the family that she fucking would desert when he was a little kid. Yeah, fuck her. What? what? Remember the one that she would always leave and come back? Remember when she when he was little and she was just fucking yeah, desert no, and leave sure. all the time? For sure. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, you, there's mother. absolutely every reason to hate her. But in that situation, it made sense. It's like, yeah, you can't you, you can't be an accomplice. Fonzo, Fonzo. Yes. Note to self. Don't ever do anything illegal and then go to MCP. <laughs> I'll rat your ass out. Yeah, he needs to watch Goodfellas again. <laughs> and all the shit. Life ain't a movie, the motherfucker. Last fucking five years. Yeah. I'm, rule number one: you never rat out your friends. Uh, <laughs> that was family. Pony's like yeah, that motherfucker. Damn, if fucking, I was her, I'm gonna call I'm him Splinter call. from now on. Take his rat. Christ. I damn right. You got to. Fuck no, you ain't got to. That's some bullshit. I would have I would have been. I I love Ray Liotta's character. Ray mm-hmm. Liotta is oh, yeah. totally lovable, adorable. But like, could he, could he have done more with though? It. You know what I mean? Like, you know, could he been there for him? You know what I mean? Man, I know Johnny Depp's a grown man now, but it's like, you think maybe he could? You know what I mean? It's like, but you, you, I don't think he can because the way he deals with you know his fucking chick, she you know she yells him, bewilders him, and he's like. He's just weak and shriveled too. Like he won't. What's he gonna say? Yeah, man? he's old. He, he, yeah, he's done. He, he can't. Yeah, well, I mean, but he steps. But like when when his kids when they tell him to hurry up, his coworkers, he's like, "Hey, I'm talking to my kid." It's like, oh, he steps up to them, but can't step up to his wife. You know what I mean? Just yeah. lets it leave. It's like, ah, oh, come on, this poor bastard. But yeah, I mean, I, I do feel bad. I mean, he's always you know wants the best for him, and he asks him if he's in love. Like when they're having dinner, that one scene. You know what I mean? He was talking. She just can't stop talking about the fucking ring. You know. And um, he's like, yeah, you ever heard of a, what's the fucking thing he says to her? Um, a layaway. And he's like, tell your, tell your father about layaway. He's like, layaway. You know, it's like, come on. I, I'm, yeah, what yeah. are you talking about, you know? Get over that ring already. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, he even feels embarrassed for his parents, you know? But he loves his dad, and, you know, he's he's trying to be there for him. But the, the, like, the path, the life he chose, he really can't help him, you know? I'm surprised he didn't. Turned out dead. I love to see how, what's he doing now. You know, like you said, he's seventy three, and I think they at the very end. I read somewhere where like the the daughter finally did um, um, meet up with him because I think it says it in the, in the movie that no, no, the she movie said she didn't. never went to him. Yeah. she never visited him in prison. Right, but I and think the motherfucker. 
the net of 70 fucking four years old or 72. The motherfucker's yeah. making bank off of his website called georgejung.com. Oh, is he? Does he really have a site? Yeah. Yes. Why not? Oh, yeah. Fucking. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> well, and, um, you know, I mean, I, my own political sort of, you know, beliefs. You're rooting aside, for the man who established the American cocaine market in the 90s. Wait, uh, you know, I mean, I'm all about, you know, legalizing. I'm sure, a lot of people uh, died from that and were killed and innocent people were murdered. The illegal oh, drug oh. trade has, has, has ruined lives. The yes. illegal drug trade. And drugs have, have ruined lives, for sure. I'm not arguing that. Um, but I think, you know, the illegal drug trade has caused more damage than, mm-hmm. than, uh, than the, uh, I mean, shit, I'm, I'm not, I'm not even arguing with this with MCP, this guy, me and him are fucking, uh, mano y mano. Um, <laughs> so, uh, that's part of it. That's part of the reason why I appreciate the movie and I enjoy it and I, I like George Young because I'm rooting for him because, you know, um, of course he would have made any money if it wasn't illegal. So, well, okay, Goldthwait's name uh, in was Mr. T. I yeah. love it. That's funny. It's like fuck me sideways or whatever. Yeah. I love and that too. Was... Dooley's like, I'm fucking wasted right now. I can't feel I'm my really face. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I struck. I was like the, the family. I struggled with this review because Chris was like, "So what did you give the movie, anyways?" And I was like, "I give this movie a Slater. I love this movie. I really, really like it. It's it's way up there with my." sort of drug movies it's not it doesn't have the epic scale as maybe like a scarface or something like that but the movie just focuses on one character you just you just root for him you just you know it 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 just works but at the same time it's two hours long it's nothing like crazy it's a dollar right and then i was like and then, and actually us talking about it, reviewing it, it is a Slater because we really like put in some time talking about this movie. You know what I mean? There was a lot to sort of review about it and not just from the character, not, not just from who the actual real life story is based upon, but the actual story and the arc of the character. And I think for me, it really gets me and, and obviously not for Tony. Um, cause he's a cold-blooded, childless, fatherless <laughs> human being. But, and I got daughters. You yeah, know what I mean? Dad, and, and you, I, I would die before you could take my kids away from me. And, and so for him, he was like, it wasn't the fact that my friends betrayed me and this and that. It wasn't the fact that I got 20 years in prison. I broke a promise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. They show her sitting there crying. That is Hollywood fucking screenwriting making you... Pulling you in the heart. Yeah, exactly. But you know what, motherfucker? It worked. And so, so Todd Demi, you are dead, my friend. Ted you, Demi. you, Ted Demi, sorry. You, my friend, were also a cocaine addict and died That's of right. a fucking That's right. You died like a, like a month later, a couple months yeah, later? Yeah, it wasn't long after this movie. Was playing basketball or playing something? Playing basketball in the park. Which <laughs> park? Y'all playing basketball. <laughs> Fucking croaks over from a goddamn heart attack. 38 years old. Cocaine in his system. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. So for you, my friend, the last movie you did, you get a Slater. And Life... That was a fucking movie. That's a really fun movie, too. 
we're going to talk about that movie one of these days. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, like, watch it again, you know, I get right into it, the music's great, the characters are great, um, yeah. it just has a really cool flow to it, it never really gets boring, um, yeah, I really enjoy it too, um, like I said, even though it does get downer, um, the ride before it's pretty great, um, you know, they may really make, you hate women though, it's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, his, his girl that dies. No, know, she was great, yeah, so that was the only thing, it's like after that is if they just go downhill for the guy. Yeah, yeah, for women, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it's live too, so. But no, for me, yeah, it's definitely a very high buy for a dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar! Yeah, I'd give it a dollar too. It was entertaining. I'd buy that for a dollar! <laughs> how, are you gonna, how are you gonna give this a dollar and the family a dollar at the same time? <laughs> it's a nicer, less wrinkled dollar. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's one a, that actually go in the vending machine no work. Exactly. You can it's actually an ironed out dollar. <laughs> it won't spit it back out. When you're trying to get those Cheetos. You know how you rub the dollar on the edge of your desk to straighten it out? I did yeah. that first. Yeah. I put some effort into it. Oh, that one has like glitter and smells like a fucking stripper snatch. <laughs> I want to give it the family. That's right. All right. So who's got homework this week? I you believe do. I do. Yeah. So I'm still like, I keep seeing this goddamn movie pop up and it's just driving me crazy. I haven't finished it yet. I got a poster signed. I figured I might as well watch it finally. Um, even though I hated this other movie made, fucking knock knock. I might hate this one too, but I'm gonna give it a shot. Eli Ross, The Green Inferno. Cool. Oh, can we, uh. A group of student activists travel to the Amazon to save the rainforest and soon discover that they are not alone and, and that no good deed goes unpunished. Can we, uh, is that movie been released? Yeah. Yeah, it just came out on DVD, like, last week, yeah. So. Who's got the extra credit? I do. Alright. Spaceballs. Oh, shit. Oh, there you go. Head on, head on. May the shorts be with y'all. <laughs> yeah. We talked about it, you know, recently. So I was like, "Yep." All right, cool. Yeah, I brought it up. We talked about it because of uh, Disney's desire to just fucking cash them checks, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, wait. How was your guys' New Year's? What did you guys do? How was your weekend? I actually successfully stayed up past midnight, which was hey. was unique in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, we didn't do a goddamn thing. I know. Yeah, I was trying to stay up. I was playing some tunes. I was playing some music. I was, you know, had the record play going. I had, the, had it bumping really loud, and you know, thinking everyone's going to party and dance, and not really. Everyone was kind of. Everyone was just really mellow and chill. Hmm. Reagan was like, "I'm going to bed." It was like eleven o'clock, so he he mucked out early. Um, everybody else were staying up late. We're watching like just videos on YouTube and had the TV on with the New York New Year's and waiting for the ball to drop. Once that was, once the ball dropped, we're like, all right, cool, we're done, we're out. <laughs> um, everybody's ready to call it the night before though, but we made it because I mean we made it for the New Year, New York New Year's, but nine o'clock we were good then, so we're gonna crash <laughs> oh, that. Hell, but, you yeah. could you could make it for New Zealand New Year's and just be done with the whole day. Yeah, that's true. Morning. So we could have just easily done that. So yeah, we just chilled. Um, my vacation's pretty much coming to an end today. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. Um, so it's, uh, it's bittersweet. But, um, yeah, that was mine. How was yours, MCP? Um, long. Alright. <clears throat> so, we went up to Hollywood and, um, partied at a club up there. Um, we were there till 2.15 in the morning. Um, 
we were hoping to see one of Lane's favorite DJs because New Year's Eve is her birthday. And so, you know, there was kind of like a birthday thing as well as a New Year's thing. Yeah. 215 rolls around. We don't see him. And we're like, you know what? Let's just go. Then I find out later from his Twitter that he showed up at 220, played for 10 <laughs> minutes, and then they closed the club. So oh. we, we missed him by like minutes. We like, we were walking out the one inside the club and he was walking in through the other side or something. It was like, we just missed him. But that was a. Why was he there so late? So he played in San Diego first, which if I would have known he played in uh, San Diego, we would have done that. Of course. So they double booked him, put him in Who San Diego. This, guy? Uh, this is laid back Luke. Mm. And, uh, he played in San Diego and was supposed to play in LA, but traffic. No, no, not traffic. He was supposed to have a jet. This is what this is what the story is. There's supposed to be a jet that takes him from San Diego to L.A., and then he plays in Hollywood. Well, the jet company bailed on him, so he had to drive. And yeah, you know, traffic on a on New Year's Eve, yeah, hell no. So he they they kept the club open for. I admire him for actually trying though. Yeah, no, seriously. Like if we, if we would have seen him, we would have been stoked. But um, yeah, he didn't. He was supposed to be there like at twelve fifteen or twelve thirty, and he wasn't there until. 215 or yeah. 220. Who, somebody else playing at the time? Oh yeah, the other DJ just, just did a longer set. He was there oh. for like, yeah, for four hours. Props to that guy for holding it down because damn. Yeah. But Wait, what? Say I'm, I'm confused. Say Slow down? What What about four hours? But, but, well, he, like, there was one DJ who played from like 9 to 11 and then from 11 to midnight it was him and the other, no, from, I guess it was like from 11.30 to like midnight they shared. They went back to back, and then mm-hmm. from midnight to two, it was another DJ. So I guess he played for like three hours. So we had and one that, DJ, and that's that's but that's not the DJ that we wanted to see. No, but I, you you were like props to that guy, like he played three hours. Yeah, props to that guy. He played three hours instead of his one hour set. I don't know if he had other plans to go to that night, but he oh, stayed for oh, in our okay. club and played for three a hours. DJ, like, Shut the fuck me. up! I don't give a shit about your DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't even yeah, get yeah, started yeah. until you're three hours in a set. Like, <laughs> real like old, no like hardcore old school DJs. They used to play like for eight hours. Like, like they would just take breaks to pee. I guess. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, no, sure. I'm sure. Like, yeah. yeah but uh, yeah, no. Like I was just, I'll be right back. Yeah, no, I was just grateful that the guy was just just playing the music and like because yeah. he could easily was like, no, I mean, I was scheduled to be here until midnight thirty, and I'm done. And so, um, you know, he he held it he, he held it down. But the crazy part of that night was that the club that we went to, the the ticket included it, it was an open bar at the club. Oh wow! And stuff got fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. I mean, I was by the end of the night, I was covered in other people's drinks. We were right at the front, right in front of the DJ, and there was a VIP, like a couple of VIP tables in between us and the DJ. But I mean, we were right up there, and uh, and we were just holding our ground. We'd have like couples coming up next to us, to my right and to my left, and as they come in, I'd I'd put my arm on the guy's shoulder and going, "We're holding this, all right." And I put my hand, so my, my entire, almost the entire time, I'm up there with my arms on the shoulders of the guys next to me, making sure that we're not getting smushed and smothered by the crowd behind us. And so it, it was wild. It was, I mean, it was a lot of fun, but the, the, 
it just gets crazy. I mean, um, by the end of the night, by two o'clock in the morning, we saw fights after you know, people just fighting left and right. One girl got in a fight with her with her boyfriend. World was, star. Yeah, exactly. It was a world star up in there. It was pretty crazy. Um, but then the next night on January, you don't, you don't have video of this, the fights. No, no, Your phone? no. I got finally first time in my life, I got slapped. You got hey, say what? A girl slapped me. Whoa. Okay. I was like, finally, but I didn't do anything. I wish I would have enjoyed grabbing her ass or something to deserve the slap because she just walked by. Like, well, Wait, there's nothing so happened. You just got smacked. N- nothing. Nothing happened. But I'm sure by by two o'clock in the morning, everybody's shit faced and nobody knows what's going on. She, she all the girls, else? huh? The case of mistaken identity. Yeah, no, seriously, like, guys are ridiculous. Like, we, I didn't realize, cause I, I wasn't drunk. I mean, it was open bar, but we, we wanted to enjoy the night, so we didn't, we didn't drink that much. So we got to witness how stupid and how, how grabby guys get in fucking clubs, man. Like, Lane got groped all night long. Oh, oh guys. what's that all about? Yeah, like man. she said, like, guys, like, as guys walk by, They'll they'll walk with their hands down and like uh-huh. brush their hand on her leg, you know. Oh, and she's just like that. Tony's hands are up here, so that must not be his. It's like fucking a. Peace, love, one you girl, and respect, baby. <laughs> it's like what the yeah. Hell? Like there's this one girl who's right up front. You mix booze. Yeah, booze yeah. makes people violent. Seriously. Yeah. It's like you it cannot. Is. It's not a good combination. Yeah. Um, one guy. There's this one girl who was up front, and this guy. Like this guy was trying to get with her you know just talking to her and she's like she finally looks at him and goes no so he steps away and as soon as he steps away another guy slips in and puts his arms around her and i'm like maybe he knows her and then i could see her pull her hand up and kind of like push his hand away from right like from her rib cage and so i'm like oh she doesn't like but then she's like kind of grooving because she's drunk so she's trying to enjoy herself and then like pushes his hand away and then goes back dancing i'm like fucking hey dude so finally i grab her or i don't grab her but i'd like i I get her to look at me. I'm like, do you know him? And she's so shit faced. She can't speak. So she just shakes her head. I'm like, Oh jeez. I'm like, okay, do you like him? And she shakes her hand. So I'm like, you need to get the fuck away. (laughs) I take the guy and I just move him away. But like all night shit like that was going down. Um, so I'm Tony is the hero we, we need, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so yeah, he has like step in, like he, he, like, he just has to like step in and do something, like, you know, to this complete stranger. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like this girl's gonna get raped right over here. And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna have that happen. I'm not in my watch. <laughs> but, uh, and then I get my That's just desserts girl. at the end. The one guy wanted to fight. See, the whole night, I'm just, I'm, Giving off positive energy, you know. I'm, I'm just having fun. I'm laughing with people, saying happy new year to everybody. Mm-hmm. A couple guys, like I know, wanted to kick my ass, but I would just look at them and go, "Happy New Year, man!" and put my arm around them, and it's like, "Yeah!" And, so, and then I kind of diffuse it. One guy, he just he like he would walk away, and then he'd remember that he's mad about something, and he'd come <laughs> back, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, Happy New Year!" So I'd catch him, and then I'd get him and I'd get him smiling and like cool, and then he starts the girl starts dragging him away. And he's kind of cool, and then he gets a few steps away, and he remembers, shit, no, I'm pissed. He comes back to the front, <laughs> looking for a fight. Oh it's like, God damn. It's like the drunk Dory. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and, and it's funny, because every time he like he would turn around, he would try to take off his shirt, like he's going to like throw down. It's like, all right, who oh. wants him, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So these, so, some of these fucking idiots who like take their shirt off every time, yes, like that's yeah, gonna yes. that's gonna help them or something. They just want to right. show off my muscles. The, yeah. I, I mean, I would understand if he takes his shirt off and then like rubs butter all over his body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the night, he he like so I got him to like finally go away. At the end of the night, he was like starting to just trying to start a fight with a couple other guys, and then he saw me. I didn't make eye contact with him, but Lane says that he was eyeing me down, like he he was just mad dogging me, so and I, I can't and I could this motherfucker made me stop from not fighting. Uh huh. I could tell like it, it, like he recognized me, but he didn't know why, so he was pissed at me. He's like, I must recognize him because I'm mad at him, yeah. and so I'm just avoiding eye contact the entire time. Finally, he goes away, and I'm like, phew, I, I dodged that bullet, and then all yeah. of a sudden, this girl this, this girl walks by me, right in front of me. And then she comes back, slaps me, and goes away. <laughs> and like, like hard too? Like, yeah, she just slapped me across the face. Was she with that guy? No, she was a completely different girl. I'm like, oh, what did Lainey say? Christ, what happened? Lainey had no idea it happened until, until oh. I until I told the story to my parents. Oh. So it was it was fucking hilarious. I just laughed. She slapped me, and I, my face just rolled with it. So I didn't feel it. Um, was she like <laughs> but, uh, pissed like when she did it too? Or I have like... no idea. I, I have no idea if she was mad. She just slapped me, and by the time I looked around, she was gone. But uh, it was it was a wild night. It was, it was pretty crazy. Wow. But uh, the better night was the next night when we went up to see Knife Party at the Observatory in Santa Ana, Orange County, like right around Costa Mesa area. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool. It was an 18-plus event, so not a lot of alcohol. And, I mean, everybody's paying. It wasn't open bar or anything, so that was that was fun. Um, we found a spot. An upper level, right underneath the air conditioner. Oh, it was great. Nice. Raged my face off. <laughs> um, I was drenched. <laughs> I was drenched in sweat. It was, it was, it was a good time. So, um, and then we came back and just rested the rest of the weekend. I, I worked like I normally do. So, that's my weekend. Sounds like you're paying <laughs> for it right now. Yeah, seriously. Dang. The rain's kicking my ass too. You got that big red fucking palm print inside of your face still has it gone away. <laughs> <laughs> she probably asked you what the five fingers say to the face, and then you didn't answer. And so. I didn't know the answer fast enough. Yep. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Oh man, God, that doesn't make you like go out at all. Like <laughs> I know it does not. It it. it, it <sighs> I mean, there, I remember. I was so boring. I remember well. this one guy. <laughs> I was his best friend. Like Lane went to the bathroom. Yeah. And this guy was trying to hit, trying to he, he was bugging these girls, and so I go up to him like, "Hey, happy New Year!" You know, I just go walk up to him, and he's like, uh, "You know, he's all fucking drunk." And uh, <laughs> and then I became his best friend. He was like hugging me and like, and so I got his attention away from the girls because I could tell they they weren't having any of it. So whatever. So um, <laughs> so so we're just you know he's just hanging on me all drunk. Happy New Year! And he's like saying something to me. I didn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> um, then Lane walks out. And he beelines to her. <laughs> he just oh like darts to her. Because she comes towards us. Yeah. He's drunk out of his mind. He has no idea that she's coming oh, to me. Oh, she's, she's coming right at me. <laughs> yeah. He was like, oh, it's on. She's coming right at me. So he just leaves me, goes to her. And Lane kind of dodges him. And he's drunk. And then as she dodges him, he stumbles. And I catch him and go, happy new year. And he's like, hey. And then, and then he sees Lane again and tries to go after her. She dodges. They did a little dance. It was fucking oh, hilarious. It was so funny. And it's it was one of those. Thinking about it. <laughs> it was one of those. Yeah, seriously. She was like Ole, you know, like just totally yeah. like a bold, you know, just dodging him. And then at one point, she dodged him, 
into another group of girls and he totally just went <laughs> towards the you know he saw red over there and just went towards them and we're like get the fuck to the other side of the club go 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 <laughs> it's just it was funny oh man I, it, you know it, it's it gets crazy but um i guess that's the that's nightlife man that's nightlife nowadays yeah that's just wild man it's just like yeah Gosh, if oh, I would just I don't know. I was too old, maybe I don't know. Just doesn't seem fun. Yeah, that's always been like the case, you know. Like I always had a hard time to get Harley to come out too. Um, but yeah, that's just I don't know. I I think um, be young to have all that stamina. Open (laughs) bars are just a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, No shit. Man, well, we're glad you survived that, and uh, your face is feeling better. Yeah, that's fucking funny. She's yeah, lit up. Uh, that's weird. So, but that, I think that's a good place to end the episode. <laughs> uh, that's a fabulous place. Yeah. Sure. So, so two hundred ninety four. Your is... ass got lit up. I think I said the face. Man, I was proud of it. Man, I've never been slapped like that before. I've never been slapped at all. <laughs> they got like and you've real... done plenty of things to deserve a slap. Oh, that's I'm what he's sure. saying. That's what he's like. It's weird that it it's just like, not happened. I didn't do anything. <laughs> it hasn't happened so far. So. I'm proud of it. Well, welcome to the party, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 294 is in the books. We just randomly ranched on all things movies and extra stuff. So, like I said, we got a lot of got a lot of movies. So, Family, Blow, Faithful Eight, X Machina, and uh, next week we'll have uh, Spaceballs and The Green Inferno. To a great double feature, if I say. <laughs> that is, that it's is peanut is butter and jelly. Yeah, <laughs> I've been your host, Father. Say we ride together. Harley, we die together. MCP getting slapped for life. Slapped in the face for life. <laughs> I think we'll see a compilation of best slaps in movies and just.